your soul! You're the weirdos, mister. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Coffins and Coffee with Dave and Ophelia. And I think this week... Wow. Right into the microphone. Sipping a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I wish it was a bit of the bubbly, but it is only 12 p.m. here in sunny so, Australia. Yeah, but you're off, so it's fine. Yeah. It's totally acceptable. I mean, is it? Um it is in well I'm from Texas so yes it is it's oh. totally perfectly acceptable <laughs> Now this week you you wanted to, you brought up a good point we have uh we've been very silly the last few episodes but this is show is called Coffins and Coffee and therefore we should get a little a little spooky we should dim the lights put on some eerie music maybe light a few red candles stroke a black cat Get spooky. I thought you were going to say stroke of something else then, but okay. That's, uh, the we've last been doing podcast. that. Talk, <laughs> yeah, we talk about that plenty. We're not, this is not an episode about nutrition. This is an episode about spooky things. Yeah. By spooky people. Yeah. Like, Have you seen like that Vine with that, that kid? Things that scare you. No. Which one is that? I, gets... don't, I don't. First off, is Vine even a thing anymore? No, but I like to relive Vine. I miss Vine. Vine, come back. The, the one with the kid, they throw the basketball at his head and it hits him like right in the forehead. He's like, yeah! I'm, it sounds very entertaining. And it is. It's such a nice story and you tell it so well. I know. Uh, so what? So what was your idea for today's show other than being spooky? got to put the coffins back in the coffee you know what i'm saying um i actually had the- we don't we, we don't advocate coughing on this show no. and if you have been coughing <laughs> then you need to go get a corona <sighs> covid test all right dad immediately if not sooner wow um so i had the idea for this podcast um because uh recently I was having a visit with my dad and his friend was here and um, my dad's friend had recently been out in the bush. Uh, he was, as one does in Australia. As one does in Australia. Um, and he was telling us this story about how he thinks he might have seen a Yowie or Bigfoot in the bush. Oh, is that what you guys, ha- is that what you guys call them is Yowies? We have Yowies. Like like Maui Wowie Yowie, what? You know, so Maui Wowie is a uh, old sixties term for weed or marijuana or Mary well, Jane that's or not... cannabis or the Maui Wowie. Well, that's not legal here yet, so no. <laughs> well, neither are Yowies. I mean, they're not illegal. I mean, have you seen one around? I mean, I haven't personally, but that's where this story right. comes in. Okay. I, what if, what if, wait, hold on one second. <sighs> what if Yowies are where, are like, I, I, I have two theories for this Yowie. Either one, they are the originators of marijuana. So if you want to, not that we're advocating for this in Australia where it's illegal, but if you were so inclined to want to partake 
in the Mary Jane, in the Maui Wowie, in Australia, you got to go find yourself a Yowie. You know what I'm saying? You go up to the mountains, turn at the big oak tree, take a left at it, go down the trail, <laughs> go past Crocodile Pond, go past the, the, the field full of joeys, and then um... if you walk far enough, as the crow flies, as the magpie flies, you'll find the mysterious Yowie, and he will hook you up and sell you a dime bag. Loved your story. And you tell it so well. <laughs> now the other, my other theory is that this is just an old stoner. This is like, remember when we were talking about Harry Man? It's just a homeless guy, like, living in the bush? Well, yeah, who's like stoned constantly. He probably moved out to the bush so that he could, he could grow his own, his own plant. You know, he could have his own, his own uh, farm. And he's just constantly high, and he's got, like, long hair. He kind of looks like Jude, actually. You know, just a hairy, hairy, big, tall guy. And people see him, and and uh, they think that he... And maybe there's smoke emanating from him at all times, and they think that he's some sort of mystical beast. Well, have you ever seen a Yowie and Jude in the same place? No, but I've only been to Australia a couple times, so... That's I haven't had a chance to see Yowies. But no, so tell us... <clears throat> Obviously, my ideas are the best ideas, but but from an Australian's <laughs> perspective who doesn't have my intellect, what is Excuse a moi? Now, I'm not saying you. I'm saying like the average person, the average bloke in the bush, the bush bloke. <laughs> the bush bloke. Okay. So my dad's friend Rodney is definitely a bush bloke. Um, there you go. Right and he recently went out on a camping trip and... He, he's got a couple of stories like this, which all revolve around him being in the bush. Um, so he went out to a friend's property that they have out west, and uh, they were telling him that people had been hearing and seeing things in this one area of the bush. So him, being the person he is, went, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there and try and find it myself. So he's ventured out to the bush with a friend, Um. And they've got their little, like, car set up and they're, they're sitting there and they could hear this, like, rustling in the bushes. But he says it, it sounded heavy, like like breaking of branches, like, br- right? Like, bro, that's heavy. That's heavy. Um, and, like, if you're in America, like, out in the wilderness, you would probably have thought maybe it's a bear, because they can walk on, like, two legs. They are quite heavy and they are big. We don't have bears here. We don't have any big animals like that. So You have koalas. They're fucking tiny. <laughs> I mean, they're not... I mean, they look kind of appropriately about the size of Yoda, but, like, you know, they drop from the branches and maybe, like, with, with uh, uh, the momentum, you know, of falling no. with enough acceleration, they hit the bush... From a tree? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. you guys don't have anything like bears. There's no big mammals out there. No, for, not really. For a, for a country that is so deadly, it's it's like all your really deadliest animals are critters. Yeah, we don't really have anything big like that. So he was like, "What could this noise be?" And where the gate is to this property, it's quite a few miles away. So it's not like it could just be a person walking around in the bush. So he's standing there looking into the bushes and he heard this 
rustling from a distance and then it was like thud, 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 like like it was walking up to him and it started building up momentum. And I haven't heard that since I was in, in uh, <laughs> since I was a choir boy. <laughs> um, I was going to say church camp. <laughs> and he was saying like in that moment, the way the sound was coming, it sounded like it rushed right up on him. And he could see through the bush, like glinting of eyes from like the car lights, you know. And at that moment, they're like, no, fuck this. Let's go back to the car. And he's like, nah, I saw a Yowie. I saw a Bigfoot. Because he reckons like the height at which these glinting eyes were at was at least eight feet off the ground. Now, okay, so so you're dismissing my drop bear theory. Yes, I okay? am. Okay, and that's fair, having heard a little bit more information. However, I reckon, I have seen on the interwebs that kangaroos can get quite big and muscular. Now... I think it's certainly possible that a kangaroo on its tippy toes or in mid-bounce could probably get like one of those full-grown, like the ones with the abs, you know? Like <laughs> a I, red I reckon kangaroo? it could get about eight f- – yeah, yeah. I bet you could get about eight feet in the air in full jump. Okay. So this is like thick brush. Like yeah. a, a kangaroo would not be able to hop through there. And you can hear the sound of a kangaroo hopping. Okay, hold on. That kangaroo – that I saw on the interwebs, who looked like an MMA fighter, could get through thick bush. Okay. <laughs> Excluding the possibility that an eight-foot kangaroo was somehow in this extremely thick brush and walking, like, it's like two steps, like a person. Like, step, they step, have two step, legs. step. They don't walk, they jump. But they could. They, they can't. <laughs> They shuffle. Just do the kangaroo shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> the dance of my people. That, that is the dance of your people. I was just about to say that. Well, dismissing the possibility that it could have been a ab-ridden red kangaroo jumping through extremely thick brush doing the kangaroo bop. He reckons he saw a Yowie or Bigfoot or some fucking shit. A mythical creature instead. All my other theories, those are rubbish. No, no. He must have seen a mythical creature that no one has ever cataloged in human existence. Yeah. Very good. Well, that's very (laughs) frightening. I'm sure in the moment it was scary as shit. Yeah. And he's not a small guy either. Like, he's at least, like, six foot two. Like, he's a big guy. And he was freaked out enough to go, nah, let's go back. And then on a different night at the same farm, this is out at... um, my uncle Rick and Auntie Julie's farm, they have property out there. Um, they were in like their camper van and he heard someone like slam their hand into the side of the van. Like it was hard, like deliberately hard. And then heard all this like noises around outside and he's walked out and he said there was a dirty handprint at the top of the camper van, which was about eight feet like for the person to have reached up there, you'd have to be like seven or eight feet tall. And when you look at the or handprint, they're you know how really like good he, at jumping, <laughs> or really good at jumping. Um, but he said when you looked at the handprint, you know how like human handprints, we obviously have fingerprints, we have like uh, markings in our hands. You could obviously tell a human handprint. He said this looked spongy, and all the fingertips were like an ape. So it was like they go off to a real fine point at the end. So you know how like apes have like that real spongy. 
Like hands? Like No. No. I don't hang out with apes regularly. Well they do. I don't know what you guys do out in the bush. Oh, here in civilization. We don't just hang out and check the hand. I don't palm read apes on the weekends to see their future, their AP future. Well, that's your first mistake. That's a good point. Um, well, look, I mean, it could be a creature. It's scary either which way. Yeah. I, I do think that it's, there's a possibility that there might be some sort of monkey or bear. You know, even though they're not native to your land, it doesn't mean that one didn't get in. Like, maybe there was some Hollywood film, like BJ and the Bear, and, like, <laughs> the bear got loose, and it's just been wandering around in the bush, and, like, it bred. It maybe, maybe, okay, hear me out. Maybe there was a Hollywood production about a bear, and the bear got loose, and the bear was traveling into the brush because, you know, bears don't really hang out in cities, and it came across a really big red kangaroo... And they hit it off, opposites attract, and they gave birth to some sort of roo bear hybrid that wanders the bush that's eight feet tall with big spongy bear hands and can hop really high. Roo bear, we need the roo bear. <laughs> We've heard that song wrong our whole lives. Yeah. See? This is what this is all about. This is code. So, upon hearing this harrowing tale, I thought it would be a really cool idea for a podcast if we shared the scariest fucking shit that's happened to us. And I did ask some viewers for their stories as well, so I do have some of those. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've ever had any, like, monster scary moments. Or just, like, scary, Um, like, things that you can't explain. Well, see, like where I grew up. Okay, so I okay, so when I where I grew up, you know, the the scary moments that I had as a kid was like having someone pull a gun on me or being jumped <laughs> by eight people. So we didn't really have a lot of time for goblins and ghouls. But I will tell you, this oh is a, I swear, this is a true life story. Could not make this up. In fact, it's funny because I just told the story recently to our friend Jude. So I. Um, I used to have a, a, a Chevy Blazer, and um, it was an old car used. It didn't even have a. It didn't even have a radio. Like I think I had, like it didn't have a stereo. Yeah. I did buy one for it. Back when like CD players were kind of all the rage, you know, but um, uh, it, it it got stolen like the very first week that I installed it. So like I I oh. mostly had like a like a, one of those old cassette tape. You know, radios like yep. in the middle of my two bucket seats. It's a real old car. It did not come with power steering. You had bucket seats? Right? Yeah, the front two seats, yeah. Fuck, you must have had so many bitches. Uh, that didn't happen in high school. <laughs> At all. But, but, I, um, but I also, along with not having women in that car, <laughs> I, I didn't have power steering. Which is Oof. probably directly correlated now that I think about it. Because women loves power steering. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but so, so like, you know, like if you've ever had a car with not that doesn't have power steering, it's totally drivable. But when you're coming out of gear or if you're going slow, it's it's a little bit of a bear to, to move the car, right? Yeah. We, if you got momentum going, it's fine. So this is around the time 
that I was going through a religious phase, you know? Um, you know, huh? Yeah. But look, I grew up Catholic in a, in a way, like a weekend Catholic. And as I entered into my late teenage years, I was looking for some form of spirituality and and I had um, sort of fallen in with a group of these of young punk rock surfer kids that all went to this this Church of Christ, which was in the, at least in the very beginning kind of hip in comparison right. to Catholicism. Like now as an older man, like I really, really appreciate the ritual aspect of Catholicism. But back then, I just knew that these guys like, you know, they sung, their, their songs were a little hipper and the clothing was a little less formal and everyone skateboarded afterward, you yeah. know, and that was all I needed back then. Oh, listen to Stripo. So, <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was like, it was more like listen to MXPX. Oh. Like all those tooth and nail yeah, right. punk bands, you know? So, so I had, I don't remember why I got it. It must've been at some sort of ceremony thing. I had a cross in my car. It was a wooden cross on yarn. In fact, now that I think about it, Probably my grandma gave it to me from somewhere. Yeah. Anyways, I had it. And it was, it kind of hung long. Oh, Let's yeah. do much, most things for me. <laughs> and, and so I was exiting a freeway. And you know when you exit a freeway, sometimes you have to do those sort of like roundy turns? Yeah. Okay, so I was on one of those, I think, or something. I was on some sort of turn. And the cross that was hanging from my, my rear view mi- mirror swung to the passenger side as I turned in, in the opposite direction or whatever, you know, with centrifugal force, and then swung back. But as it swung back towards me, it wrapped around my steering wheel and, like, grappling hooked. What the fuck? I, I, I could not make this up. Like, it, like the cross, imagine a wooden cross, yeah. like, wrapped around my steering wheel and, like, hooked. So I couldn't come out of the turn <gasps> because I couldn't turn my wheel the other direction. Like, and I'm in, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm... I'm slowing down, but I'm still driving. And remember, I don't have power steering. So it already takes some effort to move the wheel. So finally, as I'm about to crash into this like guardrail, I finally snap the, the cross off the rear view mirror and get my car straightened out before I hit it. But it was damn close. And then I carried a lot of my way. And, and from then on, I could never hear the term Jesus take the wheel in the same way again. Jesus hates you, clearly. If I'm lying, I'm dying. <laughs> wow. And that's as interesting. It's like now that you're like an adult person with like common sense, um, <laughs> you're now more into like the occult and mysticism. Well, I think I think I've always had some some uh interest in in spirituality in some form but when when jesus tries to kill you it kind of sours you on the whole deal you know fucking hell jesus quit your shit that's dangerous you don't touch anyone else's steering wheel while they're driving a car god damn that's right everyone knows that now have you i don't know if you've ever had uh jesus try to murder you or um, you, uh, some sort of yeti type creature ever scare you? Like, have you had any sort of weird occultish or monster experience? Um, I do have one involving a car. So, um, my stepfather's cousin uh, has always said that she's psychic. From as lo- as long as we can remember, she's always said that. And I remember one morning, 
she rang my mother out of the blue, out of nowhere, and said, you need to drive a different way to or from work today. I don't know. I'm just having this, like, really bad feeling. Um, Just please take a different route, like, to work or from work. I don't know which. Like, just please. And mum's like, what the fuck? Like, why? And she's like, I've just got this feeling. I've just got this really bad, like, sense of impending doom. Something's going to happen. Like, please. And mum's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. No sweat. Mum's like, oh, you're crazy and hung up the phone. And two work was fine. She picked us kids up from school that afternoon and we were all arguing about who got to sit in the front seat. Okay. Like yelling at each other. I want to sit in the front. I'm the oldest. I want to sit in the front. I want to sit in the front. And mum's like, y'all shut up. You can all sit in the back. All of you sitting in the back. No one's sitting in the front. So we all sat in the back. We were on our usual way home from school. And as mum's turned into the street that leads on to ours, a guy had just stopped in the middle of the road, like no cars in front of him, was parked in the lane in a, like a, I don't know, what do you just call utes over there? Like a utility, like a truck? Uh, SUV. Like a, No, not like a, with the tray back. Like they've got the empty back on them. Uh, like a, Just like a pickup truck. Like a pickup truck, right. But he had all this super long PVC piping in the back and... Because mom's taking a corner at like decent speed, she didn't have time to stop because he was stopped right at the corner and she slammed into the back of his car. The PVC piping went through the windscreen and stabbed into the front headrest. So That's scary. So if any, if we weren't fighting about who could sit in the front, one of us would probably be dead. Well, hopefully not. I mean, it's PVC pipe, but still, we might have been very injured. That stuff's hard. You could have lost an eye. Oh, it was thick. It was like, yeah, oh my was. god, shut up! <laughs> 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 but it was like it was like large piping. Like I don't know, like what's this big? Don't. <laughs> Pretty big. Okay. Yeah. So I okay. All right. Well, listen. There are people who have connections with other people and they they are more sensitive to the vibrations of the universe and maybe you know some there's there's a lot to be said for intuition there is a lot to be said for that that feeling that you get that makes the hairs on your neck stand up that makes you just like take a left instead of a right i don't think we should totally dismiss it i think it's i see like stuff like that to me is far more reasonable to me yeah than than um what did you call them? Yetis? Not yetis. The, yowies. The, the yowies? Yeah, the yowies. You know, because in, in, I mean, look, scientists discover new species all the time. So it's not like it's impossible, but generally when they discover a species, it's like a new kind of monkey that they right. already, that's very similar to another monkey or like an insect or a bird or something that to that effect. You know, when it's, when it's things like the, the, the Yetis, the Bigfoots, the Abominable Snowmans, um, Sasquatch, uh, y- Yowies, you know, any of those sort of things. It's, um, I mean, how do you, how do these creatures evade any sort of like filming outside of a really blurry image, you know? What if Bigfoot is actually just a blurry guy? Like, what if he is blurry? That is a Mitch Hedberg joke. That is plagiarism. I love Mitch Hedberg. I know. That's a good joke, too, when he says it. He's just fuzzy. He's just vibrating at, like, sonic speeds. 
Which is extra scary to me. <laughs> just a vibrating, big, hairy man. Just vibrating his way through life. <laughs> he must be very popular with the ladies. He probably is. Yeah. He takes them out to the bush. Yeah. Never know. Don't know. Uh, what were some of the uh, what were some of the scary stories that our audience told maybe told you? Oh yeah, or shared with you. I'll have to get onto the Instagram, and I had a um, I did have a submission. Let me find it here. Um, so I had a submission. Let me just jump onto this girl's page because it's actually really cool. So her name's Grace G. So it's sfx dot underscore dot. Gracie, G-R-A-C-I-E. Uh, she has special effects uh, makeup, which is actually pretty cool. She's got some really cool... That's cool. Um, yeah, she's got some cool photos on her page. There's one here where she looks like she's got a playing card stuck in her knee. It's dope. Um, <laughs> what um, if she just... Act, baby, what if she had a playing card accident and you're just, like, laughing at it, but, like, she seriously <laughs> injured her knee and, like, she's got, like, a... Every time it rains, like, her knee hurts now. No. And you're just, like, making light of this very dangerous paper-cutting situation. I would for never. the entertainment of millions who listen in. I mean, listen, going by the rest of the stuff on her page, I don't think that she's actually lost an eye and also had her face cut off or lost a finger Oh my god! Oh holy shit! That's so cool. Wow. What if she's in fact just cake? Look, I'm going to share you this. I'm just going to share this to you right now. You have to look. You have to look at this one picture. It looks like she's cut I her finger so afraid, off. I am so afraid about how much noise you're making just watching your phone, your camera move around. Look at the picture I just sent you. That's amazing. How does she do this stuff? Okay, I'll, I will look at it later. This does this okay. not make for good radio. Okay, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> you can't see what I'm looking at, so it's awkward. Um, she sent me uh, a message and she said, when my family and I were at a hotel, a lamp flew across the room and my sister and I woke up with three scratches like on their bodies. We later found out that an old lady had died there the week before. Also at that hotel, we were swimming and we saw glowing eyes and a smile coming from a room in the hotel. A couple of years later, they tore that hotel down. Now, see, I have heard that before. I've heard of people waking up with scratches. I've heard of people waking up with, uh, what was the, the thing right before the scratches that she said? Like the lamp flew across the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like the, Those things seem to be really common with like a paranormal ex- experiences. Yeah. I, I've never experienced one myself, um, but I feel like I have had family members who have told me that, like, you know, they, they had some sort of sense of, of poltergeist in a house or a hotel room. And it always ends up being that they wake up with, like, these long scratches yeah. that they can't remember. Or, you know, it doesn't make sense that they would have scratched themselves and, it's and always sort of three. wake up with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. In fact... Uh, if you go over to our Grindhouse podcast, which you were a guest on, um, if you remember in the ritual, uh, yeah. the main character wakes up and he's got like three scratches yeah. on his chest. Yeah, that's right. It's always three. And it's weird because you think that like if people were faking that stuff, like you don't, you wouldn't scratch yourself with three fingers. Like, right, right. We have four phalanges at the top there, not including our thumb because that would be weird. But yeah, that just, that's creepy. Yeah, it's scary too because, like, um, you know, there is there is sort of a, a phenomenon when when you talk about um, uh, when you talk about sort of the energy of building, like a morphic field, right? And this idea that buildings and places in general 
can kind of collect energy, you know? Yeah. And if uh, a place has had, you know, murders or, um, you know, uh, like think about like a prison, right? Yeah. Think about like all the bad people or scared people or distraught people or angry people that that come in and out of a prison in any given day. And you imagine what like this sort of collective energetic residual would be like after years upon years upon years of it just accumulating almost like a like a grime on the walls right yeah on an energetic level people's energy especially people if it's a if it's something that happens with some level of frequency can absolutely sort of um leave said you know an energetic ritual behind and and does that manifest some sort of like intelligence yeah. or um, is the re- residual due to some sort of extraterrestrial creature type thing? I, that I don't know enough about. Right. But I, I certainly do know that um, in the theory of morphic fields are that that people can, places can collect the residual energy of the people who inhabit it or visit it or frequent it. Yeah. I mean, this this house like that I live in like with my sister, like... There is weird stuff that happens here too. Like I remember one day I was uh, in my room and my sister had a friend over and all the fire alarms started going off in the house. And I've walked out of my room and there's a fire alarm right outside my room and it was open. So you know how you can take the lid off to put battery in it? Yeah, right. That one was open and I walked, ran downstairs. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, because I thought she must be like burning something in the kitchen or whatever. The, the fire alarm, the lid on the fire alarm in the kitchen was open and the lid on the fire alarm in the lounge room was open. All three were open for no apparent reason. Was it hot? No. It was winter. Hmm. Spooky. It was spooky. Well, another spooky story uh- that happened actually was when my sister was young. I'll never forget this, like, as long as I live. When she probably would have been about eight um, at the time, and I was a teenager, and sometimes she would come into my bedroom at night and just bring like her blanket and her pillow in and sleep in my room. Just something that she, which is weird because my bedroom walls at the time were covered in Marilyn Manson and bloody. <laughs> it, it was probably just as a matter of being close to you yeah. than it was the contents of your room. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but um, one night. She had walked out of her room and was walking into my room, which is at the other end of the house. And my bedroom door was opposite the lounge room. And she walked to the lounge room and she's looked off to her right and she swears, like, on her mother's life. She looked into the lounge room and there were people sitting on the couches and they've all turned around and looked at her. She shat herself so bad that she ran up the hallway and didn't stop running. She got to the end of the hallway and there was like a giant four-foot ceramic pot. She smashed into it and shattered it into a thousand pieces. She was so terrified that she just ran into the darkness and kept running. And she swears to this day. That's another common phenomenon. Um, again, I mentioned our friend Jude earlier. He made a movie called The Incantation, and there's a mm. scene in it in which a person walks into a bar, and then she sees everyone just stop. Everything stops, and everyone is staring at her. And I, when I remember, I was asking him sort of what that was based on, and it's a common sort of 
uh, ghost story. Yeah. That people experience or they have nightmares about it, right? That they're that they're walking to a place and everyone stares at them in an eerie way. It's almost like you've so, walked into their world, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" This, something, uh, or you know, or like, um, you ever see the movie The Others? Yes, long time ago, but yes. Yeah, super old movie, but Nicole Kidman and like uh, this idea that we're the ghost. Yeah. So if you if if and I don't know this at all, but like, if there are beings that exist on this plane or across different planes that are. Um, not easily sensed, you know, like let's say we perceive things in um, the, you know, the third dimension, right? Yeah, right. What is if Maybe it's possible that there are other intelligences that exist only in four, five, six dimension, right? And not one, two, three. Yeah. And therefore, we all exist on some sort of subatomic level in the same space, but we never can perceive one another. And every once in a while, you, you just can and and imagine how shocking and scary that would be for both sides. Yeah. I mean there is there's a few theories like about what ghosts are and how they exist. Like one of the theories was that there are uh universes that exist like parallel to each other and occasionally uh-huh. um they'll sort of bleed into each other and and then you'll yep. see what you're seeing is actually like another universe or there's like the theory that um Ghosts, etc., are basically just like an echo from the past. Um, mm. So you're seeing into because like a lot of people do claim that they'll see like say for example you're in an abandoned hospital and they'll see just like a lady like a nurse walking like just going about her business or like something like that. It's I like I thought at first I thought at first you said a band in a hospital. No, and like you're the hospital band. Imagine there's like, a hospital like a, band is while you're doing fucking brain surgery. This fucking like jazz quintet comes out. I was thinking like a like a mariachi band, you know, like the hospital's mariachi band. You're like you just go birth? from room to room and take requests. Yeah, how <laughs> do you do? Like a tune as you're passing a baby through your vaginal walls. <laughs> Play la cucaracha. <laughs> I would play uh, uh, Break on Through to the Other Side. That's, so that's good a given Spanish birth. song. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They can, Mariachis can play anything. That's typecasting. Oh, man. Well, I just thought it would be traditional music. <laughs> you got to open your surroundings. <laughs> oh, that's a big yawn. My God. It's very late here. I know. It's very late. It's very late. But you didn't say abandoned a hospital. You said abandoned hospital. An abandoned hospital. Um, and they'll just see, like, people, people in inverted commas, going about their business, but they're actually seeing, like, the you know, echoes, like a ripple effect, like, through time. It could be. I mean, time doesn't exist in the way that we perceive it. Yeah. You know, all quantum physics would say that the time exists all at one time. Um. And that we just it, what we consider time is just our perception, our 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 our, hum, our brain, our human brain's ability to make sense of an infinite number of moments happening simultaneously. Right. So we compartmentalize one frame at a time in a linear fashion, so that we can actually make sense of it all. So you know, there's nothing to say that occasionally, again, our perceptions just sort of you know, expand beyond what we're used to. Yeah. Have you heard that theory? Did I tell you about that theory that when you, like, that you are the only person in the universe? Did I ever tell you that theory? No. No, I haven't heard that. So there's a theory that basically, in, like, 
Like if you're looking, if you believe in like reincarnation, so you live as every single person in your life and you live like the same life over and over again, but you are every single person in the world. So this lifetime, I might be me. My next lifetime, I might be my sister. My next lifetime, I might be some guy in Central Europe, but existing at the same time as me. So you are every single person in the world. And once you've lived every life there is to live, then you like ascend to like, you've like reached eternal enlightenment and you get to go to like, you know, the ethereal plane. Well, on some level, we are all one thing, you know, um, we all share atoms and we all are sort of composed of the same materials as one another. The idea of, of consciousness is an interesting one mm. because we in fact are all, you know, on a, on a subatomic level, we're just a collection of atoms, you know, yeah. and the smaller and smaller you get down, the less distinguishable we are from the computer and the glass or, and, or Sophie over there snoring or, or this microphone in front of me. Like this, the lower and smaller you get, the more microscopic you get, the less, I mean, to the point where it's not impossible to differentiate my atoms as a human being and the microphone's atoms yeah. as an inanimate object. And so the idea of consciousness and self is a strange one because there is, in fact, in many cultures, there is no self. That yeah. we are all part of one larger collective consciousness and that what we perceive as self is really just a snippet of the the eternal consciousness sort of um self with with having momentary self-awareness which even the longest oldest human is just a blip in time yeah. right so it's almost like if the uh, okay so remember how we talked about it a little earlier just like there that the possibility that one explanation for ghost is that people slightly perceive things beyond what they would normally perceive right, right? So imagine if um, there is one consciousness that exists and what we perceive as our human lives is just this momentary glitch out of this one collective consciousness in which their con their total consciousness is fragmented and becomes self-aware, which is in turn each person's life. Like Skynet? Becomes self-aware? Like Skynet. And you know what else it's like? The Illuminati. Illuminati confirmed! <laughs> Alright, what other scary, spooky stories do you have? Because I am very quickly fading. I am filming right now, and it is very late. So You're like two days you into snoring, your shoot. Yeah, if you guys... That's how rough it is. That's not rough. It's just, you know, it's a lot of work. Um, so if you hear snoring on the podcast, it is either coming from my dog, Sophie, or me. At this point, it's a 50-50 chance. So... <laughs> I Let's like get on with the odds. scary, spooky stories and keep the keep the spook train, the ghost train rolling. So there's like there's a few that like revolve around like my family. My family gets like weird shit happens. So uh, when my dad was young, his whole family went to you're rubbing your eyes like you're just ready to go to La La Land. Um <laughs> Or I'm really boring. Could be both. 50-50 chance. No, you're, not, you're definitely not boring. Um, uh, when my dad and his family, um, like when he was young, they went on a holiday. I can't remember to where. Um, it was basically like a, I guess, like they were in a hotel. And my uncle 
uh, was walking through and he saw this kid in like a football jersey. Um, and like being a kid, like when you like don't give a shit, he's like, hey, hey, how are you? Hello, do you want to like play? And this kid's like looked at him, like kept walking down the hallway and he's like, what? Like, hello, like come back. And this kid was walking and then he just walked into like a utility closet. And he's like, what? And he told like my grandparents and they were talking to the hotel owners about it and they're like, what sort of jersey was it? And they're like, oh, it's like a, and he's telling, he's like, oh, it's like an orange one and it had black on it. And they're like, there was a kid that I think it was not long before, it was like two weeks before, a kid in an orange and black football jersey was hit by a car outside their hotel. It's creepy. That's hell creepy. Now, do you think do you think that that's a real story? Do you think that's just like old folks pulling a kid's tail? No, no, he's like legit. It happened, like, and he's he's got a few stories like that as well that he tells, and like you can tell when he's he's telling you the story that he he believes it, like he means it, like he's he's not a bullshitter, be- like he's not a bullshitting kind of guy. Well, and I, th- I don't think we should dismiss, again, that, that some people have a different level of perception than the rest of us. You know, one of the things that I often thought about when we talk about people who are um, suffering from mental illness, and not all of it for certain, but, but you know, we create the criteria. The majority always creates the criteria yes. by which the, the, the mentally ill is judged, Correct. right? And we have found over time that many things that would have been considered um, mental illness in the past, as we get older, as as we, we as a society grow, we come to realize is in fact not. There's a, a meme that you shared with me that was pretty funny. It was just like, um, it, was, it was like, you know, the, the old thumb trick, you know, the, <laughs> pretending, the, pretending thumb the thumb isn't there. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, you know, men in the 1800s and it's like, she's a witch. Yeah. Right. Um. There was a uh, – I'm trying to think of – a lot of these, sort of, especially as it relates to mental illness, was already directed at, at women and controlling women. But um, hysteria was like a, 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 a thought of as mental illness, yeah. you know, yeah. within women, right? Things of that nature. So, so you know, again, as society in, allegedly grows and matures, we come to think of how antiquated some of these these beliefs were. You know, maybe is it possible that people whom we consider to be mentally ill are in fact just perceiving reality different than yeah. us? I mean, that's we you know, don't and, know. and it doesn't mesh, right? We, you know, it may not mesh within the confines of like the way the vast majority of society is structured, but but even like I'm not talking about like severely mentally ill people, but even people who have ideas that are just outside of the norm are oftentimes seen as mad or or wicked or insane or whatever, right? And in reality, they're just perceiving reality different. And some of the greatest artists that we've ever had have been people of that ilk. Yeah, when you look at Einstein, they thought he was crazy. They thought he was, like, autistic and, like, had all these things wrong with him. He was a fucking genius. Like, they thought he was a crazy man. Like, Right. And so who's to say that people who perceive spirits and ghosts and goblins and yetis and (laughs) yowie mowies, that they're just people who have for one reason or another just a slightly different attunement in their perception abilities and they can just see things that the rest of us just don't ever see. Yeah. Like there was another time, like same uncle, my uncle Gary, he walked into my 
Uncle Jeffrey's room when they were kids. And he says, and he even says, like, I swear on everybody, the life of everybody in this room. He's like, I saw Jeffrey lying down, but he was sitting up at the same time. Almost like he was, like, astral projecting. Like, he was lying down asleep, Mm. but he was sitting up at the same time. Like, there was two of him. Interesting. Maybe. Maybe he had a clone. Maybe he had a double ganger. A long lost twin he never knew he had. Ooh, have you seen that crazy shit on the fucking internet? People like just... Oh, that that crazy shit on the internet. Yeah. That one thing. That that one one crazy thing on the internet. (laughs) No, I've never seen it. Where people like will be traveling or whatever and they'll meet someone that like could be their twin. Did you see that one about the couple? And people were like, you guys look related. Like, and they got a DNA test. They're fucking related. That's really scary. Of, like, how related, though? Like, one of them was adopted. Well, that's not related. No, like, wh- like they were, like, brother and sister, and one of them had been adopted at birth. And the parents... And then they got married? And they fucking would know. They didn't get married. They were just together. Can you imagine, like, you found out you were dating your brother? That's creepy. I hate it. The, have you seen Old Boy? The Japanese movie? Well, either which one. They, they both have the same yes. twist. You have seen yes. it? Yes. Spoilers for everyone for a very old oh movie. Oh, my God. It's an ancient movie. Old boy falls in love with a woman. He sleeps with her. He finds out it's his daughter, whom he's not seen <laughs> because he's been in prison for like 20 years. So he has no idea that she's a now an adult woman. And he thought his daughter was dead. And he sleeps with her. And then the bad guy gets the ultimate revenge. In tricking him into sleeping with his own daughter. His own dead daughter that he thought was dead. That he thought... I mean, she's not really dead because no. it's a Japanese movie, so we need to be very specific and yeah. clarify. <laughs> he does not sleep with his 20-year-old dead daughter. But he thought she was dead. So, so not only did you exactly. fuck your daughter, you fucked your, your daughter that you thought was dead. That's probably the creepiest story we've told us. Can this you insert podcast. like cricket noises into that silence there? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, I think that if this podcast has told us anything, it's that there are things that go bump in the night and that it, we shouldn't be so quick to dismiss all the spooky, scary stories that people tell us because just because we can't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't really exist. And I think that it's worth taking a little bit of a leap of faith that these creatures of the unknown in fact do exist. And if you're not careful, they might reach out from underneath the bed and grab your foot and give you a little bit of a fright. Because there's things you know and there's things you don't know, but then there's things you don't know that you don't know yet. So keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. I want to thank you guys. We know it's a little bit of a shorter episode this this week than normal. Were you gonna say this year? As you can, uh, dude, this year, <laughs> I, this year feels like a decade. <laughs> it does, and it's probably a shorter episode for this year. Yes, it is. But as you can probably tell from my voice, I am fading incredibly fast, and frankly, I don't think we can end with a, any creepier story than the old boy story. So. <laughs> Thank you guys once again. We really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, send us your creepy stories, your your ghost stories, your eerie moments that happened in your life, weird coincidences, voices you heard in the night, twins that you met secretly. Twins that you found. we'll share them here. <laughs> Hopefully not. 
It's gross. You need to stop watching so much Pornhub. Listen, Ew, I know no. it's quarantine. I know it's quarantine, but like, you've already exhausted their entire library. It's time to move on to something else. <laughs> no. All right. Thank you guys once again. We will tune in next week. Hopefully, I am less asleep, but I cannot promise it. And until next time, this has been Dave and Ophelia. Adios. <laughs> See you next week. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul, seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, scared.